Sullivan, great to have you in studio. It's been a little while, so thank you for being on the show here. Let's start, obviously, with what's sucking all the air out of the room, this uh, Kavanaugh confirmation situation. Your reaction to it at this point is what? Well, you know, I, I've met him. He, he has an incredible, um, you know, track record. And, uh, you know, I've met him in person, gotten to know him a little bit. He's very impressive. Um, so we want to make sure uh, that Dr. Ford has an opportunity to, um, you know, appear and uh, have her say. Um, and that's what we're trying to work out. Uh, we're trying to make sure we go through the process very thoroughly, very open, and very transparent. So with that being said, why didn't Senator Dianne Feinstein do that? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. Why did she have this letter for six weeks? And why won't she, she refuses to even provide the letter now. Uh, Senator Grassley, as chairman of the committee, has asked for the letter, and she still won't provide it. And, and why not? I want to ask you about this as well. This was tweeted out on Monday, if we have this, fantastic. But the Senate Judiciary tweeted out on Monday, staff interviewed Judge Kavanaugh under penalty of felony. Democratic staff was invited, could have asked any questions of Judge Kavanaugh. Mm -hmm. They declined to participate. What does that say to you? Well, obviously that's the concern is, I mean, again, we're treating this very carefully, open, transparent. We want to make sure uh, that Dr. Ford has uh, an opportunity to appear, to have her say. At the same time, I mean, obviously the, the Democrats have been dragging this out. Um, so again, uh, Chuck Grassley is doing his best to make sure that we move through this in an orderly way that we're open and transparent and provide you know whatever opportunity is necessary. Let me share with you what your colleague, Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, said yesterday mm -hmm. up on the Hill and give you a chance to respond. Sure. Roll the tape, please. Believe Dr. Blasey Ford because she's telling the truth and you know it by her story. You know it by the fact that she told her therapist five years ago. It was documented at the time. We have the therapist's notes. She told her husband, this is a trauma she's been dealing with her whole life. She doesn't want to be in a bedroom that doesn't have two doors. People knew that about her a long time ago. She told a friend a year ago. She told a reporter before Dr. Kavanaugh was ever named. These are the hallmarks of truth. These are the hallmarks of someone who wants to be believed. The hallmarks of truth, the hallmarks of someone who wants to be believed. Do you believe, Dr. Ford? I haven't had a chance to hear her, you know, provide um, her account of what happened. So that's what we're trying to do. But neither is I'm Senator not, uh, Gillibrand. Right. Good point. Um, and that is the point, right? We need to hear from Dr. Ford directly, and that's why we're providing that opportunity. But I guess that's the question. Based on what you've seen so far, do you believe these accusations? Well, understand at this point they're allegations, and that's why we're uh, providing the opportunity for her to come forward and to present her account of what happened. Uh, and remember, that's what we're trying to do is get information so people can make a decision uh, about, you know, how the process should proceed and, and about... Um, uh, just Judge Kavanaugh, hopefully Justice Kavanaugh, you know. I realize you're a senator, you have to walk a much finer line than I do as a commentator, but, sure. I'm, but I'm concerned, sir. I mean, we've got a situation here where I, I used to live in a country that it was innocent until proven guilty, and it seems like now everyone's just making him guilty through allegations without even going to the table. With that being said, I want to get your response to this. President sure. Trump stayed out of this conversation until today, and I want to share with you what he said and get okay. you a chance to respond. I have no doubt that if the attack on Dr. Ford was as bad as she says, charges would have been immediately filed with the local law enforcement authorities by either her or her loving parents. I ask that she bring those filings forward so that we can learn date, time, and place. The radical left lawyers want the FBI to get involved now. Why didn't someone call the FBI 36 years ago? 
So, I mean, those are obviously valid questions to ask. Um, you know, I'm trying to be careful not to prejudge the process, give Dr. Ford her opportunity and so forth. But you're right. I mean, that's why we have to have that presumption of innocence and, again, uh, get to the facts. I mean, we can't operate on allegations. But is it appropriate for President Trump to tweet that out? I mean, many women, I think, have had this happen to them, don't want to come out because they're afraid of getting smeared. Exactly. That's why, as we talk about but this, I mean, then, so that's why the Judiciary Committee is working through it so carefully, precisely to make sure that it is handled properly, fairly, and as well as possible. If she, uh, let me ask it this way, where does sure. this end up? Does he get confirmed at the end of the day? Well, again, now you're asking me to prejudge the process, right? I mean, I've met with... I'm that. asking you, based as a U.S. senator that talks to Flake, Corker, uh, Collins, all, you know, all these colleagues of yours that, that are sort of on the fence, I'm assuming you're having conversations with them. Sure. Based on what you know up to this point, does he get confirmed? Well, what I've said before is I support him. Now these allegations have been brought forward, so we're going through them very carefully and investigating him, providing an opportunity for Dr. Ford to give her account. Beyond that, we can't prejudge, right? That's part of having a fair, open, transparent process. So let me ask you this way. Let's say she testifies or saying maybe Wednesday or Thursday. Mm -hmm. You've come out for strong support uh, with Judge Kavanaugh pretty early. Many mm -hmm. people are saying, hey, you shouldn't mm -hmm. have come out so early. <laughs> um, what would you have to hear on either Wednesday or Thursday from Dr. Ford to have you reverse course and no longer support Judge Kavanaugh? You know, again, I'm going to be careful not to prejudge that. Uh, you know, you understand that, Chris. Um, but I do believe we have to operate on facts and substantiation, not on allegations. How do you do that with something that happened 36 years ago? It's, it's not easy, is it? Which is why we've gone to such great lengths to follow the process, to be fair and to be open. So with that being said, then why not just have an FBI investigation? Why not delay it two more weeks and have an FBI investigation? There's been six, okay? There's been six FBI... But this is new evidence or new accusations. Right. But there's been six F uh, FBI investigations so far, okay? Furthermore, how... What does that do? What does that accomplish? In other words, how does that change her testimony as to what she experienced? How does an FBI investigation change that? So, you know, we'll see. Let's see what she has to say first, right? Anything else you want to add on that, sir? No, as long as we covered your questions. And, and again, w w the only other thing I would say is that Chairman Grassley is working very hard to, to do this thoroughly and well. I want to get your comments on this. You're on the uh, Senate Homeland Security Committee. Mm -hmm. uh, this news just broke, but Deputy Attorney General, now Acting Attorney General at Times, Rod Rosenstein, it's being reported according to Andrew McCabe's reports that have now been turned, on to, turned over to Mueller that mm -hmm. he had secretly suggested uh, wiretapping President Trump and invoking the 25th Amendment. Your response to that? This is a New York Times article uh, based on anonymous sources. There, there's nobody but in sir, that. They're suggesting that's an Andrew McCabe's documentation that's been sent to Mueller. Well, then we have to see that, don't we? Because right now all we've got is anonymous sources. And I tell you, Chris, I am very concerned about anonymous sources. Somebody comes out anonymously and said Chris Berg did this or that Chris Berg wasn't a good football player. You can't bank on that, right? I mean, uh, you know, we've got it. I mean, these folk, these people have to start going on the record. Furthermore, Rosenstein's denied it. He said, no, not true, didn't happen. So we're going to have, again, let's get the facts. So with that being said, then, do you agree with President Trump that he should declassify and release all these FISA documents, FBI texts? 
Well, he is releasing a number of those documents, and again, it seems you know reasonable to me. They've released other documents. Um, some of the Democrats said, oh, that's going to be a big problem. It, it wasn't a problem. And you as a journalist, you probably like transparency, don't you? So it seems reasonable to me that, that they are releasing documents, and, and that should, Why be is good, it taking so long? should be a good thing. I'm not sure about that. Again, um, you know, until we see the documents and see what's in them, that, that's hard to answer. What would be your best guess? The, the reason for it being the, the, I mean, this has been months and months mm. and months. I think they're being... You know, they're very careful about going through them and so forth. Um, and obviously opposition from our colleagues on the other side of the aisle. But I, I that's, I mean, you, again, you're asking me to speculate a little bit there. I don't know. I think they will be released, and, and hopefully that's a good thing. So this is something I think you can speak to, kind of a bigger issue in my opinion. Is it sure. time to change the FISA court? I mean, there's no defense in a FISA court. You just show up, you're in front of a judge, you put fake dossiers in front of a judge, and they go, yeah, let's go tap those people. So maybe looking at these documents, we'll get some ideas on what should be changed, right? I, I think any of these things are a process. You can't say, you know, it's perfect just the way it is. We should never change it or uh, address things as they come up. As these kind of issues come up, we should always be looking to improve the process. And, and same for the FISA court. Last question, sir. Uh, a recent government accountability report came out talking about criminal illegal aliens that are now incarcerated in America. Mm -hmm. I can go through the numbers. 33,000 homicides in five years, 663,000 assaults, sex offenses. The one thing here that stands out, it costs you and I, the taxpayer, $2.5 billion a year to incarcerate illegal aliens. And y'all couldn't put money in for the wall? Oh, no, we're trying to put money in for the trying, wall. I know, but... No, 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 no. We're, I'm not giving up on it yet, are you? You're not no, giving up I'm on saying, it, are you, Chris? Can't we take this 2.5 and put that right into on, the wall so and let's go. Do it. But our strategy has been, we've been pushing these appropriations bills through. We've got five of them all the way through, meaning through the House and to the President, but we've, in the Senate, have approved nine. That's nine out of 12. But how much money is in there for the wall? Listen to me now. It's 90%. <laughs> it's 90% of the spending, which puts us in position. We get those nine bills done. Then when the Democrats come to us and we hold tough on the wall, they can't say we're shutting down government because we got 90% of it funded. That's why we need to get our House guys to join with us and get the nine bills done so that when we hold tough on the wall, you're not shutting down government because we always get blamed for the government shutdown. So October 1st rolls around. You're telling me how much money is going to be in this year's fiscal year spending for the wall. Well, I hope we get the whole amount. But my point is we put ourselves in a stronger position to negotiate and get it if we have these other bills done. So if we stand tough, the Democrats can't say we're shutting down government. You're only really fighting about one agency and it's essential. It's an essential uh, agency. So they continue to get funded even while we go back and forth on trying to get that wall funding. So we're, we're working very hard to get it. Thank you, sir. I always appreciate the time. Yeah. It's great to have you. You want to do a little Thanks, go Chris. bison? Or? Yeah, I definitely want to <laughs> go bison. Big homecoming game this weekend. Look out, Delaware. Uh, thank you to Senator John Hoven. always appreciate his time. Stay with us. Lots more coming up here on Point of View. Please share your point of view with us. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back.